Welcome to The Wrong Side, the podcast where we talk through the latest happenings in pop culture to help make sure you never find yourself on the wrong side of history. Today's episode is a Kardashian special. We're talking about the photo of Khloe Kardashian that sparked a ton of controversy this week, Addison Rae and Courtney's friendship explained on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and Kim Kardashian officially becoming a billionaire. Let's discuss. absolutely perfect she's a one-hit wonder baby she's a lady (laughs) whoa 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 she's a lady what uh movie does that make you think of i actually don't know shit what is it but you know i'm not a big movie person so i'm the bad person to ask for this miss congeniality oh how could you be so stupid (laughs) (laughs) I really do need to rewatch that, but I have been going back and sort of watching. I mean, I don't watch movies that often, but I did rent Bridesmaids the other weekend and rewatch that, and it was so good. It's such a classic. And I've seen 27 Dresses all over TikTok lately for some reason, and so I feel like I need to rewatch that as well. All of the wedding-related comedy classics will take you where you need to be. Exactly. Let's talk about that. Bride Wars. Oh my God. Something the- borrowed. Oh my God. I'm sorry, but the blue hair scene in Bride Wars, <laughs> I like that movie did something to me. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but wow. Wedding Crashers. Yes. Keep That's going. That's all I can think of. <laughs> Wait, this is really random, but have you heard about, because this is not a good movie that you should watch if you want to get the job done, but have you heard about all the like beef rumors between Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively? No, but I heard Anna Kendrick sucks. Which yeah. I'm surprised. And it's like, how can you not get along with Blake Lively? She seems like the easiest person to coexist with. But yeah, obviously they had that movie together, A Simple Favor, which is probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And um, are you kidding me? I thought it was the best movie ever. I watched that on the plane. I mean, it wasn't like technically good but it was fun to watch okay this is why I didn't like it because when it was I watched it in the movie theater okay (laughs) and I what do you hear that no you don't hear that oh is it a plane it's a lawnmower because Randy just started mowing the lawn (laughs) okay I'm just triggered because Like, there was this time that Emily and I were trying to record the podcast, like, a few months ago. And I sat in my office, which faces the front lawn. And as soon... and Well, we had all these Wi-Fi issues. And then as soon as we got the Wi-Fi fixed and we started recording, Randy started mowing the lawn, which is fine. But then I was like, okay, it's fine. I'm going to go into the bonus room where the TV is, and that's where I'll film. And then as soon as we started filming again... He was done mowing the front lawn and was doing the back, the backyard. And so this is just bringing me back to that trauma, but I will get through and hopefully you guys don't hear the lawnmower in the background. If you do, I'm sorry. So, um, <laughs> anyways, <yeah. laughs> but use that diversion. 
when I went to see A Simple Favor, I had read a review that it was going to be just like Gone Girl. That was what the review said. And so I was thinking that it was going to be this dramatic, you know, crazy thriller, and it was not at all. And so that's why I hated it as much as I do. But anyway, Anna Kendrick sucks, and <laughs> don't watch the movie if you want to have a good, good night. Okay, well, we're really diverting from the theme of today's episode, which is just, it's Kardashian Central up in here. The world, oh, before we get into the first story, let's talk about the question of the day, which we are bringing back to the theme. And the theme is this, Kardashians. And the question is this, who is your favorite Kardashian family member? Or Okay, I feel like this is a question that we should answer at the same time. Okay. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Wait, yeah. oh. <laughs> I, I, I thought I might change my mind, but I was going to say Kim too. So it's fine. <laughs> I was going to say Kim. So we both said really Kim. put me on blast. All right. All right. So, we, so we're both Kim stans. Yes. And I'm embarrassed because I used to say that Kendall was my favorite, but I think that was just my teenage self being like, oh my God, she's tall and sporty. And I like that. But now I I really don't care for her that much at all. Kim is just balanced. She's mature. She's funny. She's just the backbone of the family. She's definitely the backbone of the family, 100%. Like, the family would not exist if it were not for Kim Kardashian. That is not an opinion. That is simply the facts. That is a hard fact. But, and like Robert Kardashian, honestly, like, he was an icon and a legend. Senior, that is. But I do have a hot take. Okay. Here is my take. All of the women, and we're going to we're gonna get into this because we're going to be talking about Addison and Courtney, and, you know, maybe the other sisters will come up. But as individuals... I tend to enjoy them, especially when they're like with people outside of the family. Like when Courtney is with her friends, she's like a totally different person than she is with her sisters. When Kim is with her family is like when I'm like obsessed with her, when she's like with all of her four little kids, like being just a boss ass mom. When Chloe, well, I don't know about Chloe. Maybe Chloe's kind of like in the middle. Kendall, you know, she has her friends. Kylie, like she has all her friends, whatever. I know I'm, I'm going on a tangent, but what I'm trying to say is this. They're kind of like toxic as a family because they have yeah. that closeness that like they like expect each other to be so close. And I'm going to get to this later when we talk more about Courtney. But Courtney is such a great example of somebody who I feel has been like kind of almost villainized by the show to look a certain way when really I think the way that she's portrayed on the show is the way that Chloe and Kim perceive her. Mm-hmm. Or like the rest of her family perceives her versus like who she actually is. Like because they have so much control over the narrative, they're deciding how they're all coming across. Yeah. But I really think they're all cool in their own separate ways. But as a unit, like when Chloe and Kim have beef with Courtney because of for whatever reason, like their feelings are as valid as Courtney's. But because but it's two versus to be- one, exactly. they make Courtney look bad. So anyways, I just think that's the tea because... Kendall's a great example too of like somebody who's kind of an outsider like she doesn't have kids she doesn't have any work done she is like a model which no one else can really say but she has like a whole other family of friends that are like not a part of the actual family yeah and then all the sisters get mad they're like oh Kendall's never around and same with Kylie kind of too when she started popping off with Kylie cosmetics and stuff and she has shit shit to do and places to be people to see they're like, oh, she left us in the dust. Like, she hates us. Like, how rude. We're family when it's like, mm, she's just doing whatever she wants. I'm actually surprised. I thought that you would say Kylie is your favorite. I really like Kylie, too. There's just something about Kim yeah. that I just, 
I don't know. I think she's like mature and maternal. And I feel like she's really nice and I would get along with her. Whereas I feel like Kylie is still like she's grown a lot, but I'm trying to think of who I would get along with most Mm -hmm. if I would ever meet them or who I would enjoy, whose presence I would enjoy. And I feel like Kim makes the most effort to like make the people around her comfortable and like feel warm and safe. And she's like super kind. I don't know. And if she was with Kanye for 10 years, then she has the patience. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, and I feel like Kylie, what I was getting at is Kylie's like younger. And I think she's actually kind of shy too. And I feel like she would come off as rude, even though she's probably not. Like, I think they probably all have a good heart or whatever. But Kylie would maybe take some time. And they probably all take time to warm up too because they're so famous and they can't yeah. trust anybody. Chloe, I feel like would be really fucking mean. I feel like she would be mean. She'd be like, you're not my family. I don't know you. I don't trust you. I hate you. Always got some guards up and rightfully so, but rightfully so the toughest one to crack. Well, let's just get right into the Khloe Kardashian of it all because it was a crazy time this week. Okay. On Monday, a picture of Khloe Kardashian in a bikini was posted and the Kardashian family went into overdrive to erase it. The image shows the reality star's face and body as she appears in a bikini by the pool without the heavy editing and airbrushing that are the mainstays of photos Kardashians normally put on the inner Instagram. Many copies of the photo were taken down under legal threats from the Kardashian camp, which called the image beautiful, but said they wanted it gone because it was unauthorized. The color edited photo was taken of Chloe during a private family gathering and posted to social media without permission by mistake by an assistant, Tracy Romulus, chief marketing officer for KKW Brands, said in a statement. Chloe looks beautiful, but it is within the right of the copyright owner to not want an image not intended to be published taken down. Okay, hold on. We I, we need to start with this. So let's make this really clear. And I think everybody knows what happens, but just in case they don't, what happens? It's a photo. It goes up. It starts circulating and people start talking about, oh my gosh. Well, there's two sort of groupings of messaging. The first is, Chloe, why do you edit your body so much? It literally looks incredible, even without editing. Like this, this is so different, but you still look so hot. You know what I mean? And then there's another group of people who are like, oh yeah, like this is the real Chloe. And like, who the hell is that other girl that she's been posting? Yeah. More of like a, oh, she's been exposed. It's yeah. Like she's a liar. Yeah. Which I found to be incredibly weird because it, to me, it didn't look different. No. Less tan, less smoothed. I was going to say that was probably the biggest difference that I noticed. I was like, oh, wow. She looks pale. Because they're yeah, all, and, all bronzed as hell in every one of their pictures. Exactly. And like because of the the way that the sun was shining down on her, it showed like a little bit more like skin texture. Yeah. But like her her stomach looked tight AF and there was nothing yeah. wrong with it. And she looked really, really good. Like from just a fitness standpoint, she looked incredibly strong and not bad and not like, you know, we all know that they retouched their images, but she didn't look bad. So then the image starts to circulate. It starts to go viral a little bit because of that thing where people are like, what the fuck? Like, where is this coming from? And who is this lady? And people having those conversations online. But, you know, many images get circulated and then they die down after a couple of days and nobody really cares. And this was kind of like on Twitter and stuff. Like it didn't really reach the mainstream until 
the Kardashian camp started reaching out to people who were posting the photo and copyright claiming it and having the photos taken down through all of the different channels, social media channels, Twitter, Instagram, you name it, whatever. And I've seen some conflicting stories here. It was people who said they got DM'd by Kim that said, oh, yeah. that wasn't so. And I, I feel like that's fake. I feel like I saw more posts saying these are fake than more posts saying, look at this DM I got. I think it was definitely just Photoshopped, edited. I don't buy that at all because Kim would know that people would do that and screenshot and share. So I don't, I don't buy it. So that was the really weird thing about this was when all of that was going around uh, that the Kardashians are trying to get this photo taken down. I was like, that's not real. Like for me, I was like, they're not trying to get it taken down. Like that's not a thing that's happening. They're not DMing people on Instagram saying, Hey, take down this photo. It's copyright claimed. Yeah. So then Chloe get so all up until this point people are talking about it and it is making a scene people are like oh they're trying to get this photo taken down that's so fucked up so then it has a secondary wave because at first the first wave was the discussion around the photo itself then the second wave was talking about the fact that they were trying to get it taken down but for me at least in my perception I could be wrong I thought that that was not real like I was just dismissing that as being real then it starts to pick up traction then it starts to go into the mainstream media and the more traction it gets picked up on, on the fact that they're trying to get taken down, the more legitimacy it has, because it's not just like on Twitter, it's everywhere. It's on Instagram. It's on TikTok. All these Everybody's main news sources are posting about it. All of a sudden, it's not just these like fan groups. It's yes. yeah, mainstream news. I feel at this point, I was expecting if Chloe was to speak on this at all, that she was going to come online and say, I don't know where the fuck all these people are coming from. I didn't ask to take it down or I didn't like, I'm not suing people to have it taken down. Like shut the fuck up. Like just get over this. This is so stupid. Like I expected her to deny it. Yeah. If anything, because it sounded so crazy that they were going to such great lengths to get the photo taken down, but she doesn't do that. (laughs) Instead, she goes live on Instagram with Kim for about 30 seconds and she pulls up her G string around her waist the smallest part of her waist and she pulls down her her sweatpants and she's turning from side to side like confirming basically to everybody that this is her body and it's playing some sort of like music in the background like look at me or I don't know it was where were they in that video it looked like they were in one of their home gyms I think like in front of the mirror okay that makes sense I was like where the hell yeah but it appeared just incredibly cringe. It was cringe central on that Instagram live because it was like, I'm trying to prove that that's not my body. What you saw on that photo is not, is not fake or, or people saying that she's fake and she edits all her photos. This is real. Like, look at me, look how hard I worked. And it just came off extremely desperate and sad and just a little bit weird, especially when I was expecting her to either not address it at all or address it and be like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Like, don't you have anything better to talk about? You know what I mean? Instead, it was like, look, haters, look how skinny I am. You know what I mean? Well, and I was shook to my core because I got the I got the notification, you know, Khloe Kardashian is going live on Instagram. And as soon as I saw it, I ran to Instagram because I thought, like you said, she was maybe going to make a statement about, hey, guys, I just wanted to clear everything up. I am not suing anybody for posting this photo. I am not trying to get this photo taken down and just, yeah, like telling her side of the story. But Mm -hmm. I got to Instagram and it was already over. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, what the hell did she ask? 
accidentally go live on Instagram? What happened? And then thank God, obviously someone had it recorded and we were able to watch it and watch what happened. But my thoughts exactly. When I first saw that clip of her 30 second live, just yeah, flexing on everybody and just sort of pivoting her body around. It just made me sad. And I thought that this was not a good look, not at all what I expected. And yeah, just sad more than anything else. But then... But then she saves a screen recording of the Instagram live. She also takes just a photo of her like holding her boobs. So she's like naked and she's wearing just a seamless like undies jumping up and down, which jumping up and down in this video. So she posts a uh, carousel. So several, the first is this video that I just described. The second is the the screen recording of the IG live. The third is a screen capture from the egg live. So she took a screenshot and then she makes a statement in the rest of the uh, slides, which I want to read, even though it's long, because I want to speak to these things. Yeah. Hey guys, this is me and my body unretouched and unfiltered. The photo that was posted this week is beautiful, but as someone who has struggled with body image her whole life, when someone takes a photo of you that isn't flattering and bad lighting or doesn't capture your body the way it is after working so hard to get it to this point and then shares it to the world, you should have every right to ask for it not to be shared regardless of who you are. In truth, the pressure, constant ridicule and judgment my entire life to be perfect and meet other standards of how I should look has been too much to bear. Chloe is the fat sister. Chloe's the ugly sister. Her dad must not be her real dad because she looks so different. The only way she could have lost that weight must have been from surgery. Should I go on? Oh, but who cares how she feels because she grew up in a life of privilege. She's also on a reality show, so she signed up for all of this. I'm of course not asking for sympathy, but I am asking to be acknowledged for being human. I'm not perfect, but I promise you that I try every day to live my life as honestly as possible and with empathy and kindness. It doesn't mean that I have not made mistakes, but I'm not going to lie. It's almost unbearable trying to live up to the impossible standards that the public have all set for me. For over a decade now in photos, every single flaw and imperfection has been microanalyzed and made fun of to the smallest detail. And I'm reminded of them every day by the world. And when I take that criticism to use as motivation to get myself in the best shape of my life and to even help others with the same struggles, I'm told I couldn't have done it through hard work and I must have paid for it all. You never quite get used to being judged and pulled apart and told how unattractive you are. But I will say, if you hear anything enough, then you start to believe it. This is an example of how I've been conditioned to feel that I am not beautiful enough just being me. I love a good filter, good lighting, and an edit here and there. The same way I throw on some makeup, get my nails done, or wear a pair of heels to present myself to the world that I the way I want to be seen, and it's exactly what I'll continue to do unapologetically. My body, my image, and how I choose to look and what I want to share is my choice. It's not for anyone to decide or judge what is acceptable or not anymore. For those else who feel the constant pressure of not ever feeling perfect enough, I want you to know I see you and I understand. Every day I'm told by my family and friends who love me that I'm beautiful, but I know that it needs to be believed from within. We are all unique and perfect in our own way, whichever way one chooses to be seen. I have realized that we cannot continue to live life trying to fit into the perfect mold of what others have set for us. Just do you and make sure your heart is happy. I'm like tired. I need to stretch after that. Okay. So here's the deal. And I want to hear your thoughts too. But first and foremost, when I first saw this, at first, I just saw the three things, the, the three first slides without the statement. And I was like, oh my God, this is so bad. Like, how is this reaching this point that you are actually reinforcing this same message over and over again? And then when you, when you read her statement, you, you do remember that she is a human and that 
it's true that she has been ridiculed for her body and for who her parents are and for how she looks and comparing her to the looks of her sisters and stuff her whole entire life. And I completely understand why she has like these disordered thoughts over her own body. And I mean, she clearly has, you know, a little bit of body dysmorphia that was driven by fame and, you know, everybody around them. The criticism that people have been discussing is that she's indicating that what was in the photo that she wanted taken down was not like acceptable mm-hmm. to her or that she felt that she looked fat in that photo and that, you know, she is basically displaying internalized fat phobia and kind of making it seem like it's not okay for you to look a certain this way even though she still looks like, you know, like her body had been altered in that photo because of her butt and all that stuff. And on top of that, just the fact that she and her sisters have in many ways created this beauty standard that is unrealistic because yes, they while she did not pay to work out, she didn't pay for her body. She did. Like, it's crazy that she could deny that she has the access to personal trainers, to nutritionists, to surger surgeons and plastic surgeons. All the equipment that they have in their homes. They have everything equipment. from Pilates to bar to yep. like CrossFit equipment. Like they have everything at the tip of their fingertips. To the time that it takes to acquire your to look like that. Like I think they all work out for like two to three hours sometimes like five to six to seven days a week, which they're able to do that because they have the money and, and they the have the time and the time to do that. So a lot of conflicting opinions. And I got to say, I'm conflicted myself, but I want to know what you think first. Cause I've been talking a long ass time and I need to drink some water. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was interesting reading her statement because you know, when celebrities put out statements like this and they include they include comments that, you know, their haters have said or that they've seen about themselves. And usually when I see those, I personally have never seen those comments made. And so I always find it interesting. I'm like, where are these people seeing these comments? Cause I've never seen that made. However, with Chloe's statement, you know, when she brought up those quotes about how do they even share the same dad? She's the ugly sister. I have seen those comments about her ever since Keeping Up with the Kardashians really popped off. Like I have always known that that was a perception of Chloe. And so I just think that that's really interesting because even though anybody on the internet, famous or not, even if you're like a micro influencer, Trolls are everywhere. And, you know, we've even gotten trolls on our podcast account and we're not, like, we're not trying to do anything. And so, you know, even though people see these bad comments about themselves, I just think it's interesting with Chloe's situation because we all know whether you're a fan of the Kardashians or not, whether you watch the show or not, it's like the whole world shares this opinion, you know, even though mm-hmm. we don't. But it just seems like it's a very universally known thing that, okay, Chloe is sort of the standout sister. And not in a good way, even though I think that's a horrible take. I just feel like that's what everybody has always thought. And so it is interesting because I can understand both sides. You know, I see where she's coming from. I can't even imagine growing up the way she did, being in that spotlight the way that she is. And, you know, regardless, outside of her body and, you know, those body image 
topics, just the shit that she's gone through with Tristan Thompson and the whole Jordan Woods thing. And not to say that the other Kardashian-Jenner sisters haven't gone through similar scandals and whatnot, but I just feel like she is constantly under scrutiny for everything that she does. And so I do get her perspective of just, you know, explaining her side saying, you know, sue me if I don't want a bad picture of myself out on the internet, because I know how everybody's going to take it. And, you know, I'm trying to take charge of my own life. However, I really see the other side as well, where exactly what you just said, that picture was not bad. Again, she just looked a little more pale than she usually does. And yeah, it was it was like a shaded sort of half-lit picture, whereas usually all their pictures are perfectly lit and perfectly filtered. And in no way was I like, oh my God, you know, she looks 50 pounds heavier or, oh wow. You know, I didn't even really think of the retouching. I just thought of the lighting and the angles more so. Yeah. So- I don't know. I just hate that this got blown up into what it did. I do too. But I I think it's such a, it's such a, I mean, I don't think a lot of solutions had been offered, but I feel like it's a really valuable conversation because it's happening a lot right now with like the body positivity movement. I feel like so much of the stuff on TikTok, while it's like talking more about being more open about struggles with eating or just any sort of eating disorders or internalized fat phobia or, you know, comparing like who should be represented of the body positivity movement or who gets really screwed in the body positivity movement. And there's a lot of conversation on TikTok about like the ways that different sized women are perceived and how they interact with each other and how you know, some of like the ways that each of those groupings of women are impacted by the body positivity movement, Mm -hmm. which I think is interesting because we're talking about it more, but it doesn't seem to be helping anymore. It's just like causing more people to feel shitty because there are more conversations being had about people's own perceptions and those perceptions impact everybody else a different way. The reason that I brought that up was because I feel like on TikTok, I actually feel like you think that by having younger people have these conversations more and understanding these concepts and the ways that like words and, you know, perceptions of different sizes, women impact everybody around them or just different comments impact women or whatever. You think that there would be some learnings from that and that like our generation would start to grow. But I actually feel like it's creating more toxicity where it it's probably causing more people to struggle because they have access to all these different opinions and we can't yeah. make any sense of it. Like I think about, I started noticing my, for I'm kind of going on a tangent, but I started noticing my for you page started to all be uh, TikToks about lifting what I eat in a day or calorie deficit TikToks and like shit like that, where it was like, Oh, how I, you know, maintain my calorie deficit or whatever, or it's like fitness tips. You mm-hmm. can't drink water in the morning because of the nutrients. You can't drink water before too much water before you eat. Cause you won't get, I'm like, Oh my God, this is so fucking confusing. And it's making me feel like it makes me like carry those thoughts and bring them into my life when I'm eating. And I'm like, Ooh, I wonder how many calories this is and all of that. You know what I mean? And that kind of like conversation is what Chloe has lived through since she's been online. Mm-hmm. I also think the interesting too is, or another interesting thing is what you're describing, how you're like, I've, I've heard these people make these comments about her my entire life. But when it comes to this photo, 
there were those two groupings. There were the people that were like, this is Photoshop. There were the people like, you look the same. And she just chose to feel more weighted by the one that hurt more, which was this is Photoshopped. When really a lot of people were arguing, like the vast majority of the, the conversations around the photo were like, why do you, why did you try so hard to get this taken down? Exactly. You don't look bad. Like it, you look great. <laughs> you know what I mean? So exactly. I just think it's, it's sad that I think where it got taken to another level was not when she had the, I mean, I think she could have just worked to get the photo taken down if it didn't make her feel good and then be done with it. But then the way she chose to speak on it was where people started to really, really take issue with this whole like situation because then she got online and like posted all these photos of her unrealistic body standard proving that the other photo was not, you know, like fake or that she's not photoshopped or whatever. And that became really frustrating because it was like, dude, no one normal can even look like you. And yeah, now- that was that was just what pissed me off. I know you already talked about that, but yeah, that she made the comment about how she's worked really hard for what she looks like. And nobody ever said that she didn't, but exactly. It's like, can you please just acknowledge that your entire family has the money, time, and resources to do that quote hard work. And it's funny because Kylie even posted a video on TikTok a a week or two ago. And one of the clips was her running (laughs) and everybody in the comments was saying things, you know, along the lines of, okay, we know it's your surgeon. Like we know you don't go for five mile runs and all this stuff. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just sort of false advertising because they try to make it look like, oh, look at me. I'm just, you know, on my treadmill, incline this, you know, time that. And that that's how they get their body. And it's just sort of, can we be a little more honest here about how we're achieving these looks and that they aren't attainable? And can I just say too, on top of that, all five, maybe sans Kendall, all of the sisters, okay, A, they profit off of their their likeness more than anything else. The reason that they're able to make money off of Skims, off of Poosh, off of Good American, off of Kylie Cosmetics, off of KKW is because of their likeness. They sold and they marketed their likenesses. That's why, that's how Kim and Kylie became billionaires because they didn't have to spend money on marketing because they had an organic following of however many million fucking followers each. Yep. On top of that, they make money off of looking good. All four or five of those companies are about beauty, health, wellness, thinness for skims. And so the, the combination of those two things means that what people say about their bodies and their looks directly impacts their ability to make money. Yep. And where I'm getting at is when Chloe's like, oh, I know people say that you got yourself into this and, you know, you're on a reality TV show. And so like, there's nothing you can do. I mean, yeah, because like, if you got off Instagram, if you did what you needed to do, which is just get off social media, because clearly it has impacted your mental health to a place that is like beyond repair, then you would lose your income stream. And so the the reason that you make money is because people have these conversations about you in such great length and it's in such great depth. It's because of, you know, fucking hundred listener podcasts like us talking about you for an entire hour and a half Yep, because you're famous and because that's what you want. So I fully 
feel for her. And I think that there's no way for her to be upheld to what everybody needs in terms of the way that people like perceive this whole situation. Everybody perceived it differently. Maybe there were some people that weren't butthurt about the way she went about it. And had she done it a different way, they would have had something to say the way that she did do it. There are people that are butthurt about it and wish that she had done it a different way. There's no way to please everybody. So I do think that the expectations of her as like a human are like out of control, but it's more just like this is this entire thing is just exemplary of, you know, the societal issue (laughs) that the Kardashians pose and how they impact. I mean, more than anything, young, impressionable women or just women, like people who are our age, who still, who have grown up watching the Kardashians being like, Hmm, I will literally never look like that. I don't, I will never have the money to look like that. I'll never have the time. I'll never have the resources. And yet I still want to. And I, in the back of my mind, I still think that maybe someday I could, you know what I mean? And that fucking sucks. That fucking sucks. And it's it's hard because I tried to put myself in Chloe's, you know, shoes and just think about how she would be feeling. And, you know, we've all had that experience where you get a notification on Facebook and it's like so-and-so just tagged you in a photo and you click on the photo and you're like, oh, God, <laughs> you just hate it. And you're like, how the hell, you know, immediately remove tag faster than you yes. can click. I'm looking at you, mom. <laughs> literally, literally. Thank you, mom. And so, yeah, we've all, you know, probably had that similar feeling of, oh my God, I don't want anybody seeing this photo of me. This is not my best picture. And so thinking with that mindset, I understand why she didn't want people to see that because we all like to be in control of how others perceive us. However, when you are a celebrity of her status and yeah, you are on this pedestal and is that fair? No, but it's just how the world works at this moment you do sort of have that responsibility of, you know, showing that you're trying to get this picture taken down. It is going to hurt some people because they're going to feel like, wait, I look like that in my good photos or, you know, in my well-lit photos. And is that a bad thing? Like, I thought this was a good thing. I thought it looked great. And so again, yeah, it's just a really sticky situation. Like you said, you're never going to please everybody. And it's just hard because this is why I'm glad I'm not a celebrity. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, like there's so many, and and just think of it this way. Like if you scroll through any of the sisters, Instagram, any of the Kardashian or Jenner sisters, Instagrams, it's all body, it's face, it's, you know, curves, it's showing off their curves. It's showing off their like aesthetic beauty because that's what gets them engagement. And that's not a bad thing, but that's, it's so problematic the way that they reach that point and the unrealisticness of those bodies and like compare that to other celebrities. Like if you scroll through, I don't know, Jennifer Aniston's Instagram, it's not that. And she still gets engagement and she still has people that are fans of her, but that's not how they built their fan, their fanship and their following. Yep. And like, that's what the Kardashian sisters did. So like, it's like, I, it's, I know that that's bordering on the, the um, argument of they're asking for it, but it's just like, I think they do have to take some responsibility totally. for the fact that they put themselves in the position of creating the beauty standard. Those standards. Yeah. And I will say also, I couldn't help but think if this had happened to one of the other sisters, would this have been as big of a deal? And I think the answer is no. I feel like we've seen paparazzi pictures of Kim and of Courtney and of, you know, Kylie that maybe aren't as, yeah, 
flattering as their Instagram pictures because nothing will ever be as flattering as a fake altered picture. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't nearly this much discussion. They didn't have to post anything about it. They weren't all fighting to take it down. And so that also just sort of rubbed me the wrong way. But, you know, just because it's Chloe that the whole family sort of had to band together and, you know, try to get this image taken down when it was not that bad at all. It was a great photo. So I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting perspective. You know, like, would this have been the same conversation had it been another sister? Uh, That is a good question. I don't know. Another, one of the other sisters wouldn't have probably been as defensive over the way that they look because Chloe has faced the challenges of being labeled as, you know, yeah. Insert bad adjective, the insert bad adjective sister versus Kim. Like she's always been, you know, she's been at the top of the hierarchy or whatever, because she kind of runs the show. So, but I think if any, any of the sisters had come out and been like, see, look, look how, look, this is how I look. I promise that kind of vibe. I think it probably would have still gotten the same feedback. I just don't think any of the other sisters would have done that or or felt the urge to do that as much as Chloe did because she's faced that struggle for so long. And I cannot, I truly cannot imagine how horrible and hurtful it would be to hear your literal entire life that you must have a different dad because you're not as beautiful as your sisters. Like that's actually heartbreaking. And so I feel for her at the end of the day. And I don't think she should be held to the standards that she is, but I think there it's a reflection of where we're at in society and social media that is just really dark and scary and terrifying. And I'm truly afraid to bring a child into this world one day because who knows what it'll be like in however many years that is. No, literally same. I think uh, basically social media is on the wrong side for this one. Yeah. So toxic. All platforms, always. God, yeah. There's a new, um, I've been getting some videos on my TikTok of this new social media platform that this gal and her team are launching. And I forget what it's called. So I'll have to get back on my likes because I know, I remember that I liked it because I was like, ooh, I want more of this content. But they're creating a social media platform that their whole shtick is basically that they are creating it for the good of the users versus for the good of their own platform so she she was talking about how like Facebook and Instagram and all of the big social medias profit off of you being able to scroll and don't put down your phone or don't close the app because yeah. the more time they have people on the app the more the more ads they can sell and the more money they can make off of ads so she was saying how in their app like they're focusing all on like data and science on social media and phone activity so like there will be a timer, for example, on the app and you can only use it for so many hours or minutes before it closes for the day and stuff like that. So if that pops off, that would be so fucking cool. And that'd be so cool to see somebody like really start that movement. I'm going to have to find it and post about it. I will download immediately. Lord knows I need those timers. And I know that I could set the limits within my apps, but I haven't. And I really I know. my screen time every week when I get my report, I, oh my God, I almost pass out. I need help. It's really bad. It's actually really bad. And I've even noticed on TikTok, it used to give me serotonin. It doesn't anymore. And I still scroll. I scroll, 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 scroll. Cause I'm waiting for it to come back. I know. Cause I know that it gave it to me once. I know. And it doesn't anymore. And I barely get on any of the other one like Twitter I used to be all up on Twitter I I know I barely go on Twitter anymore which is sad because I used to like it but it's so everything is so toxic now I just you know what twitch twitch is where it's at <laughs> on YouTube. okay well 
let's move on to our next Kardashian story. And this is pretty brief, but I figured we'd, we'd bring it up. And that I, is Kim. Everything will be much shorter from here on out. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. It's been 40 minutes. Okay. Kim is officially a billionaire. Forbes estimates that Kardashian West is now worth $1 billion, up from $780 million in October, thanks to two lucrative businesses, KKW Beauty and Skims, as well as cash from reality television and endorsement deals and a, and a number of smaller investments. Kardashian West founded KKW Beauty in 2017 following the success of her half-sister Kylie Jenner's Kylie Cosmetics. She borrowed from Kylie's playbook using a similar direct-to-consumer model that relies heavily on social media marketing. Her first launch, 300,000 contour kits sold out within two hours. By 2018, the business had expanded into eyeshadows, concealers, lipsticks, and fragrances and was bringing in about $100 million in revenue. What is there to say? I mean, do we congratulate (laughs) Literally, my first thought was she wasn't already a billionaire. I just assumed that. Although, you know what? Those TikToks that got posted a long time ago, like when quarantine, a long time ago, when quarantine first started, I remember there being a bunch of TikToks about people trying to explain how much $1 billion actually is because it doesn't Mm -hmm. seem that far off from 1 million. Like it seems somewhat attainable once you're rich, rich. But I remember watching these videos and finally realizing realizing oh shit okay it's a lot harder than I thought Uh, so I guess I should much money I was doing some I was searching around because I was like okay so wait what's going on with Kylie because you know there was a ton of tea let me just circle back to the Kylie Cosmetics billionaire drama of it all because I think it was like 20 what year was it maybe 2017 2018 that Kylie was the what she was noted as the the world's youngest self-made billionaire it was somewhere's youngest self-made billionaire and that was mostly due in part to the success of kylie cosmetics and then there was a ton of controversy because people were like self-made who you just say (laughs) self-made because i don't think so and people got really pissed off about it then later on and that was forbes who had you know officially made that statement youngest self-made billionaire then They had done another investigative journalist had done a deep dive on uh, Kylie Jenner's finances and had the sneaking suspicion that Kylie and the Jenner clan potentially lied or not like falsified, but like misconstrued their assets in order to get the name of being a billionaire because that's like a huge deal I guess whatever (laughs) Kylie comes back she's like what the fuck why the fuck would I lie about that you freaks and then they're like I don't know whatever but because she sold half of Kylie Cosmetics about a year ago she I don't believe is any longer doesn't no longer has billionaire status oh interesting because it was like Kylie Cosmetics itself was valued. Okay, I think I'm totally probably butchering these fucking stats because I don't have them up in front of me, but it was valued at 700 million or something. So then when she split that in half, that like basically removed half of her worth because she no longer had ownership of half of it. My head just can't even wrap itself around these numbers. Video or no video explaining how $1 billion looks I know. Well, and I'm just. Was that even English? I don't like. I just. I'm not. This is not attainable for me, and so I don't care. I'm like, I will never be a billionaire, so I don't really care who has that status, unless they're trying to leave me all their money. Well, it's funny too because I was thinking about how, like, we're you know, 2021 is like the year of eat the rich, especially off of the backs of 2020, and I just like I can't imagine like from a public relations standpoint that 
the announcement that you're a billionaire, AKA Kim being a billionaire officially as of last week or whatever, is something you want to really boast about just in this economy. You know what I mean? Totally agree. I feel like 10 years ago, it would have been, oh my been God, iconic. Yeah. On a pedestal. yeah, they're incredible. Let's celebrate them. And now it's like, shut the hell up. Give us your money. Yeah. Like, oh, congratulations on being rich. Like I say it all the time, but like, congratulations <laughs> for what, like, you know, I don't know. Good thing they didn't mark her as self-made though. Yes. That would have been I remember, ugly. I remember Forbes getting a ton of backlash from that because especially it's Forbes. Like it wasn't some random publication that announced Kylie is, you know, a self-made billionaire. It was Forbes. And so you would think that someone would have maybe done a little more research or they would have looked a little closer into that well, investigation. Well, the issue was like how they were defining self-made. That's a very broad definition. You could define that many ways. You know what I mean? So true. Because they're basically saying, like, none of that wealth was inherited. That's how they were defining self-made. Like, it was not nothing that had been passed down to her from her family. But then that completely negates the fact that her family is the reason that she was able to use social media marketing. Exactly. To acquire. was passed down from her family. Precisely. Precisely. All righty. Should we talk about the last sister? We talked about Kim. We talked about Chloe. Let's talk about... Courtney. I'm so excited for this one. On last week's episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Courtney Kardashian explained why she's become such good friends with Addison Ray. The explanation happened after she confronted her sisters for grilling Addison over a lunch where Courtney was not invited. <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys didn't want to tell me that you invited Addison for lunch, Courtney said to Kim and Chloe. Like, she thought I was literally coming to the lunch. What is your obsession? As Chloe Alexa, explained, play it, obsessed by Addison Ray. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> As Chloe explained it, Courtney is in such a fantastic mood around Addison, and so they decided to be proactive by picking the influencer's brain about the oldest Kardashian. Not to mention, as Kim admitted earlier in the episode, the family wondered if the pair were hooking up. We're not dissing Addison. We love Addison, Chloe said. We literally just want to know, does Addison do something where she like pulls out a better attitude in you? After assuring her sisters she's content with her life, Courtney said in a confessional that she understands their curiosity. She further re- revealed that her and Addison's energies align. In response to this, Chloe asked, so you have kid-like energy? Per Courtney, that's exactly how she feels, adding, I feel I have a young heart and an old soul. Still, the mother of three noted it's more about energy and less about age. I don't think it's about age because like Simon and Phil were just here and they have that energy. I feel like we all have such a good circle of people around us. Everyone's just different ages. To the camera, Courtney acknowledged the public's fascination with the age difference between herself and Addison, but also made it clear it's nobody's business saying, I don't think every person needs to understand my relationships with each of my friends. Okay. I actually watched this episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians this morning because I was like, oh, I need to watch that. I've been seeing clips all over my TikTok and I just needed to see it for myself. I have to say, I'm pretty sure the whole entire thing was totally staged. Like the lunch with Addison was staged. It was like all of them grilling her and it could be read as really uncomfortable or it could be read as like incredibly staged. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I take the The conversation with Courtney, Chloe, and Kim that was being described towards the end of that little thingy, that part could have felt a little bit real to me because they were just trying to understand like, why are you friends with this younger girl? And I actually felt like Chloe was being really mean. Like she was like, oh, does she make you have a better attitude? And I feel like they're just like bullies. And the reason that Courtney has been like deemed as this shitty negative attitude person from her sisters is because her sisters bring out that negative attitude by constantly focusing on it. And Addison is just being all cute and she's just giggling and having a good time. And like, sure, is the age difference a little weird? Yeah. But like, I have to stand like good for her. She has made it. She's broken into 
the most influential family in Hollywood. Yeah, like imagine going to lunch with Kim and Khloe Kardashian and just sitting there having them ask you questions. Like they care about you. They genuinely want to get to know you and ask you these questions. I can't even imagine being in that situation. And for reference, Courtney is 41 and Addison is 20. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a little bit odd, but I also... I kind of see it more like a family dynamic, like totally. I mean, I don't know what Courtney and Addison talk about, but they're all hanging out with Simon and Phil and Mason's hanging out with them. They went to David Dobrik's house and hung out. Like, I feel like when you're all a bunch of mega rich, mega famous people, you there's less of a pool to choose from of who you want to be friends. And you want to be friends with people who understand what it's like to be so rich and famous, which Addison is like the definition of that because she totally shot up to fame in the last year. So I could understand why Courtney wants to be friends with her because even like their own family friends, their family friends are not as famous as the Kardashians. So they can't really relate to them about like the fame and the celebrity and stuff, you know? Exactly. And I, while I do think that the whole friendship is a little strange. I sort of get it because, you know, when you're in high school or college and you're babysitting for a family and let's say maybe the mom is young, like I was always good friends with the moms of the kids that I babysat. And I'm not saying that Addison Ray is babysitting Courtney's kids, but you know what I mean? Like you do form that friendship through the kids because didn't Addison get connected with them because Courtney's kids loved her so much and they wanted her to come over and visit them? Yeah, actually, the way that it happened was Mason was obsessed with Addison. David Dobrik knew Addison. So David Dobrik invited Mason and Courtney over to his house. And then they surprised Mason with Addison there. And then that's how Addison and Courtney met. And then they became friends from there. And they just like did like a couple business things. And then they realized that they really enjoyed each other. I yeah, guess. so like I sort of get it because again, I remember like I was always good friends with the moms so of the kids that I babysat. So I get that connection of like, okay, wow, we really get along and I really like hanging out with you. But at the same time, like I would never like that sort of stopped when, you know, okay, I'm going to leave now. You know, it was never, yes, I'm going to exactly. stay the night. And was it like, you want to come with us to the Bahamas next week? Kind yeah, of, like there was a <laughs> boundary there. So that's where I really can't relate. However, why is nobody talking? And I guess maybe people People aren't talking because he doesn't deserve to be talked about but Dave Portnoy what a piece of shit he is literally at the Sway House 24-7 why is nobody creeped out by that he's doing the exact same thing you know what I mean so yeah. if anything Dave Portnoy is more on the wrong side than Courtney I don't know you know what's interesting this is this is a di- diversion a little bit from that but I was thinking too about as soon as Addison started hanging out with the Kardashians, her status in comparison, because her and Charlie were like neck and neck totally in terms of status, her status shot up and like everybody fucking hates Charlie now. Not to say that like Addison also doesn't get hate. They both get an inordinate amount of hate. It's actually out of control and terrifying and a bigger problem on the TikTok community. TikTok, TikTok is devolving quickly. I have to say I'm calling it. It is. It's it's going downhill fast and somebody needs to deal with that. Does anybody agree? I you have my vote. I fully agree. DM us if you agree cuz it's becoming a dark place. I can't be the only one that feels that way. 
No, it is. And they even had that error a couple weeks ago where people's for you pages weren't working, like the algorithm was broken. And so that triggered a lot of people and upset a lot of people. But I totally agree with you on that. Um, What else? Oh my God. I had one more thing I wanted to say about Addison. Oh, I will say Addison was on. I, I fully agree that she has definitely skyrocketed over Charlie. She's definitely taking control of who the most famous TikToker is. However, when she went on the tonight show, Oh, sweetie, her performance of obsessed, even though it was very produced and still and all that good stuff. It was great. She did a great job, but then all these rumors started circulating that she's calling the paparazzi on herself. And of course there was that horrible segment where she did all the TikTok dances. (laughs) I couldn't even watch the whole thing. It was a lot of backlash for that. And didn't Jimmy Fallon like, make a statement about that yes and he he had the, all the creators of the yes. dances come on a call yes exactly that's the that was the statement because he got a ton of backlash for hyping up this like white girl who did not create any of the dances when like most of the dances were created by black or, or people of color exactly. or just people who didn't have a platform at all who didn't get credit for the dances because exactly. <laughs> so he came out and was like yeah my bad let me like do some damage control <laughs> that whole segment was so bad though i was like oh addison really is one step forward two steps back sweetie but I, I cannot stress enough how she is literally just the next britney spears but i want i wish her the best i don't i want her to have a good a happier ending no exactly because it it's actually terrifying like i i said this on another podcast but literally we all talked about how crazy it was the way that we treated Britney and the paparazzi was so crazy and everybody as if that's not exactly what's happening to TikTok. It's literally happening right in front of our eyes and nobody's talking about it. And I'm calling it now in 10 to 15 years when she has a breakdown or, you know, she just has something happen with her mental health because she couldn't handle this. I will have told you so. I really do want to know when the first Addison Rae documentary or docu-series will come out because it feels like every celebrity has one at this point. And I know that people are probably all over her trying to get one made from her rise to fame. You know, her li- what was her life like beforehand? All she must stuff. have somebody already following her around just to, just to be safe. I would oh, be very shocked. And everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. It's so funny because a lot of people have those documentaries where... They talk about like their origin story and stuff. And there's a lot of footage from when they were first starting off. I'm like, oh my God, how did they all have the forethought to hire somebody to film them? I know. For their eventual documentary. That'd be exhausting. (laughs) Well, okay. So who's on the wrong side with this Addison and Chloe or this Addison and Courtney thing? I think that Chloe is on the wrong side a little bit. I agree. I don't think it's that weird and I'm glad. I mean, uh, uh, I go back and forth. I change my mind every day, but I will say that I'm glad that they've sort of chilled on the social media part of it. Like just remember that time where they were posting. It was excessive. Second, I'm glad that that's toned down. And I think that's why it doesn't bother me as much anymore. And I think most of that was Courtney was just having fun with it. But Addison to some, in some level, it may not have been intentional, but at some level, she knew that that would be great content, that people would eat that content up. And so she was really delivering a lot of it. And it felt really just weird. (laughs) It it was more than what was needed. And Courtney is just, 
she is just a free spirit. I don't know what Courtney is all about. She's sort of a wild card. Like all these Travis Barker pictures on Instagram. I'm just like, what is going on? There's just a lot of chaos. And so it kind of it <laughs> makes me feel better that it's Courtney that's the sister with Addison. Or that's that it's Courtney that is the sister who is friends with Addison. You know what I mean? Like if it was Kim, I don't know if I'd understand it as much. But Courtney, it just sort of adds up. And I don't know how else to explain it, but it just yeah. I 100% agree. Even if it was just makes sense. (laughs) Exactly. Even if it was Kylie, I would find that to be weird. Yep. But yeah, I think it makes sense. Courtney has a maternal energy, but she does have that youthful. I think she's right. She is an old soul with a young heart. I fully feel that way. I agree. I agree. And I am an old soul with a empty stomach. And therefore, (laughs) I'm going to. (laughs) We got to go close this one out. Well, it's been a good one. I think we had a lot of great discussion around the Kardashian family. And, and if we love them or hate them, they give us so much to talk about. So, so much to talk about. And they are, they are the culture yep. and that's just how it is. And I, I, I truly enjoy talking about them. It is what it is. <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, thank you for being with us. We are right at an hour. So good for us. I mean, maybe it'll be a little bit less once Emily chops out the times that I choked on my own spit. But thanks for being with us. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys.